You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another yes. dimension. Yeah. Dimension of sound. Dimension there of sight. You go. Dimension of mind. You're moving into Kelsey a Googled land it. of both shadow and substance, <laughs> of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. I did Google Okay, it. Michael Google. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I have the internet at my fingertips and I'm going to use it. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Gloria. And you have just entered Circling Cersei, chapter 21. Entering a world. In a world. In a world. Where? I started to do that joke and I didn't realize that I realized that I didn't know any of those intros, so I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know any of those Twilight Zone intros. I was gonna right. do the uh, Star Trek one. Space. Space. The, the final, final frontier. frontier. There are four lights. What is that? <laughs> you don't know? Next generation. Oh Captain Picard. No, no. no. Prune juice, the drink of a wi- mighty warrior. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. She's going to have to start watching the next TNG. Well, this is a meaty chapter. Shall we just jump right in? Yeah, yeah. I think we got to get to those meat potatoes. We need potatoes to get to this meat and potatoes because I have won the, uh, the award for most pages in a chapter. Thank you. Give it up for Woo! me. Woo-hoo! I want to thank Gloria. I want to thank Rose. It's been a well fought battle, but. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be taking that crown, Gloria. But Kelsey wins. Expect I'm it in six to eight weeks, please. <laughs> That's the wrap it up music. Thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wrapping it up. We are wrapping it up. Got it. Um, so what is it? It's like 30. I counted the pages, but then you counted the minutes. Yeah. So I listen to the audiobook now. Yeah. So, it, I, you know, they're between like 20 and 30 minutes every chapter. And usually I pop it on and it takes me like 25 minutes to get home. So I almost always can finish a chapter on the way home from work. And so when I was going to, quote unquote, read this chapter, <laughs> listen to this chapter, I like plugged it in and I heard chapter 21 and it said 49 minutes. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> 49 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you were like, this is a commitment. This is all so sudden. Yeah. No, I had to drive no. to Vegas to hear the whole thing. So <laughs> I'm in Vegas now. <laughs> Hi, Roland. What happens in chapter 21? Days in chapter 21. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But it's 30 pages. Yeah, it's long. It's a meaty one. I was like, oh, there's more. God. Okay. But wait. Mm-hmm. But it was good. All right. But I, so I always feel like I get the chapters where Cersei is, it opens and Cersei's like walking glumly on a beach or staring at a pool of water or something. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've said, the chapter opens and Cersei's walking on the beach. I feel like I've said it like five times already. <laughs> but Well, you're a water sign, right? So it's fitting. I'm an air sign. Isn't that weird that Aquari- oh, Aquarius sure. is, oh, yeah. isn't that, a, I would think Aquarius would be a water sign too, but. No. I'm an amateur astrologer, so thank you for the correction. You're quite welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, the chapter opens with Cersei walking glumly on a beach. Um, and But it's okay. She has a good reason this time because Telegonus is off on his adventure to meet Odysseus, you know, his dad, and realizes that – and she hopes it's going well. But she – it kind of makes her think about mortality and life, and she thinks that even if he does come back fine, she has this, like – moment where it's like a second in time but you have this like 
you know, years long kind of anxious worry where you, she realizes that like, even if he does make it and he comes back, he's immortal and she's going to have to watch him die anyways, (laughs) like, and like age Mm -hmm. and get older and she's immortal. Yeah. So she's, it goes into like a thought spiral about this and she, you know, has a little panic attack there on the beach. But anyway, as she's having this, you know, Loki panic attack, uh, Telegonus actually returns and Cersei immediately has this like worry and panic because it hasn't really been that long. Um, so she's happy to see him, but she's she's really worried that something has gone wrong, which it has. Spoiler alert. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> Oh God! So this is the first of like three really um, heavy, heavy conversations that she has in this chapter. So we'll we'll try to hit the high points, the high fact points. Okay. Uh, So he tells the entire story. He arrived on Ithaca, and he was told Odysseus was on a hunting trip. Um, When Odysseus finally returns from the trip and, and comes back. He mistakes Telegonus as some kind of thief or criminal or something who wants to take over his island or like steal from him or something. And so he kind of like rushes on him. He sees uh, the spear that Cersei gave him in the previous chapter and he thinks that Telegonus is going to attack him. And so he actually, you know, lunges for him. And the whole time I'm hearing this, I'm like, wait, no, wait, stop. What are you doing? Like, I'm so like, no, no, no. And immediately I'm like, He's going to jump at him and then you, you know what happened. Like you just, you know what happens. This is Cersei's book. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Uh, so Telegonus <laughs> is like, no, don't do it. No. And he like wrestles the spear away from him. And Telegonus doesn't even, doesn't even touch him with it. He actually touches himself with it because he wrestles it away. And the spear just grazes his cheek barely, like barely scratches him. It's like when you pull on something too hard and then you smack yourself in the face. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And it's like, no. And of course, Odysseus like, blah, dead, like just dead. And you're like, God damn it. Like, you know, there wasn't like a a reunion moment or anything. He just thought he was a thief and he got killed. Like, it was so. You're like, Athena, Athena, come quick, Athena. Yes. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Of course, Cersei is also shocked. Like, Telegonus is like, I didn't know, blah, blah, blah. You know, and Cersei's like, yeah, you know, she's really shocked too. Um, And she realizes all at once, like, this is what Athena was talking about. This is why she said letting Telegonus live what is going to be a bad idea. It all makes sense. It all makes sense now. It all comes together. So I just imagine Telly, like, like those fight videos, you know, where they're like, I ain't touch him. I ain't touch him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did as you said, mom. I did as you said. <laughs> I only blocked. I didn't punch. Yeah. It was very sad. And he's like, obviously just beside himself with grief and upset and everything. And they're kind of grieving together and they're having this really like poignant moment. And Telegonus is like, oh, by the way, I brought back Penelope, you know, the guy my, my, that, that uh, was my dad was married to when he cheated with you on her. And oh, also Telemachus, you know, my half brother, you know, in line for the throne and therefore big motives to kill me. I brought them. They're here. Come on down, guys. And Cersei is like, the fuck? Like, are you, what is going on? Like, this is not Hotel Cersei. Like, what are you doing? And so she's like. Uh, Telegonus, like, this guy wants to kill you. Like, don't you know? Like, hello. Like, she's trying to tell him, like, why would you bring them here? But he won't hear it. He's racked with guilt for what he's done. And he's claim- he claims and tells her, well, you know, they told me that 
there, quote unquote, there was nothing for them on Ithaca anymore. To which Cersei is like, are you kidding? Like, what? Like, she's the queen now. He's going to be king because Odysseus is dead. Like, what do you mean there's nothing left for them? And he's, again, just like not hearing it. So she's like, well, come on in. All right, I guess you can come in. Um, and they can, they have this like really tense dinner. And Telegonus <laughs> is being like the world's best host and being like, more wine, more wine, more wine, more wine. And just like really trying to woo them. Because uh, he's like feeling so incredibly guilty, of course, because he killed the husband and the dad of these two. Dinner passes fine and they go to bed. She puts Telegonus in bed and leaves his favorite wolf beside him. And he's, you know, really shaken and upset and everything. But he falls asleep in her arms in like a very kind of sweet moment and everything. So Cersei goes back out to the main the main room area and Telemachus is there. And she's like, oh, hello, it's you. And she confronts him and she says that, I know you want to kill my son. I've seen this knife on your belt all night. And he's like, what, this old thing? Like, this is to, you know, carve wood or whatever. And she's like, I'm so sure. Like, whatever. You want to kill him and I know it. Like, she goes from zero to ten, like, very quickly. He's like, this is a tool, not a weapon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he denies it. He's like, no, I don't want to kill Telegonus. I saw it was an accident. I saw how my father died. And besides, like, my dad was not great anyways. And Cersei's like, what? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, really? Like, you think what? So? Does not what? compute. She's very, yeah, just like, <laughs> she's like that meme of the girl standing there with the, like, the math equations flowing around her. <laughs> she, like, doesn't understand. <laughs> she's or like, little John, what? What? <laughs> she's like, you know, he's next in line to be king. You know, why'd you flee? And he's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't avenge my father's death. And so therefore Ithaca wouldn't be a safe place for me anyways. And not only that, but Odysseus was certainly not father of the year. So, I mean, I'm not like really mourning him and people spun these incredible tales of Odysseus, but this isn't the dad that Telemachus knew. And so now I welcome you all or encourage you all to get a beverage of your choice because we're about to hear the long and complicated tale of Telemachus and Odysseus. So take a moment, get a drink, pour one out for yourself. Hold music. This is story number two. So we're we're almost halfway through. So (laughs) this is a long chapter. Almost. Making great time. (laughs) Great time. We're doing good. (laughs) You got this, Kelsey. Okay. So Telemachus settles in for a long story to tell Cersei like the, the his upbringing and like his relationship with Odysseus. So when Odysseus didn't return from the Trojan War, People assumed him dead and suitors, suitors were coming to their home to line up to marry Penelope. And I got a very like Aladdin, Jasmine, all these people coming with parades kind of vibe. Like, I am not a prize to be won. Exactly. (laughs) You didn't get like a, like an I love New York vibe. (laughs) Oh yeah, that too. They should have had like really cool names, like all the girls in Flavor of Love. I'm going to call you this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to okay. call you stinky. <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm going to call uh, you fish head. <laughs> I'm going to call you lovely girl. <laughs> oh, I'm going to call you white face. I saw him at a bar one time. You did? He just showed up. I think um, Run DMC. No. Who was? Someone was playing 
at the bowl like nearby and I was at a bar with some friends and he just like showed up and I was like, oh my God, Flavor Flav oh is God. here. And he had the clock and everything. No, so he did not okay. have the clock. He did. He did. And was he, he super, super tiny? Oh yeah. He was he's a very little man. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> really? Like how tall? It's, yeah. He's probably like five four. No five. way. Yeah. Cause you could yeah, tell him Flavor see. of Love. I mean, I know those girls were in huge heels and stuff, but they were all taller than him by a lot. Oh my God. Flavor. Five flavor. seven. Wow. Oh, five wow. seven? That's still that's still kind of short for a dude. Oh, rough. That's rough. Uh oh. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna anger some. Rose calling out the short men in the chat. <laughs> I don't think it's short. It's still like five inches taller than me. So you know what? Odysseus had short legs, okay? <laughs> yeah, he did. I know. Every time someone uh, described him, it was but like he could run. shorter than he thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His stubby legs were faster than you thought. So all these suitors are here lining up on the parade basically. And they keep asking them to leave um, Telemachus and Penelope, but they, they stay, they know that a young man and his mother really uh, essentially have no power and can't do anything about it. So they just stay. Yeah. And they stay and they take up space in, in their, their home and eat the food in their stores and just like all kinds of stuff and just making a big old ruckus. (laughs) Yeah. So eventually Odysseus returns. Um, He kills every single suitor and then he kills every single father of every single suitor when they turn up asking where their sons are. He starts beating the fathers of the crew that who are all dead when they come and ask about their sons. And he's like, they were stupid and greedy and they, you know, made poor choices and they were a bunch of crap. He just cracks. Yeah, he He totally goes off the deep end. (laughs) Totally off the deep end. And Athena has to actually step in and be like, bro, really? And I feel like you know it's bad when, like, Athena has to come in and be like, that's a bit much, Odysseus. Yeah. (laughs) Cool down. Okay. We're just going to call it even. We're going to let it go. We're going to call it a day. It's good. Yeah. We're done. It's time for you to stop. So we find out that his crew actually died because they – ate the cattle of Helios. So R.I.P. lovely girl and white face and milky. <laughs> They're all dead now. <laughs> you know, Rufus Johnson almost got away, but not mm-hmm. quite. No, Rufus Johnson also succumbed. I got him too. Yeah. Aww. So they're all dead because they ate the cattle. And sh- Cersei remembers that's what, the, that's what was in the prophecy, that mm. she barely had a chance to even consider when she was raising Telegonus all those years. So... <laughs> Then they apparently must get the QAnon channel in Ithaca because Odysseus begins to think that these conspiracy theories are real. People are after him and it's all he talks about. He's like, I need more guards. I need sentry. I am having violent outbursts. I'm full of rage. And he just more and more and more goes off the deep end. He's crazy at this point. He starts to go on these treasure hunts every month and he comes back with gold and he's like covered in blood and he's pissed off and... He has this like really shitty conversation with Telemachus where he's like, you know, that Achilles, like he was only like 17 when he joined the Trojan War and like he was fantastic. And it's basically like one of those conversations where, you know, Deborah's son got into Harvard, but like, how are your classes at the community college? Like, you know, how are you doing? Like, (laughs) like low key, like sandwiching, like 
insults within like not really genuine compliments and telemachus just gets sick of the whole thing and he moves to the countryside and he's like i'm out bye i have to say i love your q and channel note <laughs> yeah. i was thinking the same thing i was like so odysseus is like the like og q and like he just starts yeah. getting into like conspiracy theories and shit and i was thinking yeah. too like well yeah maybe you wouldn't have these worries and fears if you didn't kill everybody like Right. Yeah. You kind of put a target on your back when you do that. I think he has just really p- bad PTSD and he just needs a therapist. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, his behavior changed so much from when we saw him. Like, I know it's been a while because Telegonus is all yeah. gl- grown up and stuff, but uh, all glown up. <laughs> but it's like, to me, the first thing I thought was like brain tumor. Like he has something yeah. that has completely yeah. changed his personality. But yeah, PTSD can do that too. So I do – think it's interesting though Cersei does say like she sees those glimmers in him like yeah she she saw those men come back with black eyes sometimes or like he could lose his temper he was moody like it's not like completely out of character but it is like to the next level yeah like something definitely happened that like maybe the worst parts of him just like completely took over right yeah that's true well and she says too that her island is like draped in magic and that she was able to kind of diffuse some of that like anger and rage in her magic. And that's probably why he was so happy with her. So she, she acknowledges that like she probably had a hand in like softening his world a little bit so that maybe some of that was masked. Yeah. Plus, I mean like you're sleeping with a God, so it's probably like probably on cloud nine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, my human wife ain't got nothing on this goddess. (laughs) (laughs) So Telemachus, you know, tells her this whole story. And then he tells Cersei. She kind of reaches out and she's like, it's not your fault. Like, you didn't bring this on yourself. And he's like, are you serious right now? It's like it reminded me a lot of this interaction between Daedalus and Cersei when she's trying to save Scylla. And he's like, you know, you tried. It's all good. And she's like, are you joking? Like, I'm the one that did yeah. this to her, you know? Yeah. Like, don't try and feel sorry for me because you think I'm trying to fix it. So it's kind of this it – felt, it felt the same to me where she tells Telemachus, like, your blood isn't necessarily going to determine who you're going to be. And he's like, I was the one who didn't stand up to him. You know, he he told me to he told me to kill all these people and I did it. I was a coward for not standing up to him and telling him how I should have felt how I felt and you know what he should have done and he tells this really graphic story at the end here yeah. about having to kill these oh. slave girls because the slave girls had sex with the men who were the suitors. And so Odysseus said kill the suitors, make the slave girls come in Mop, mop up the blood and then kill the slave girls and he's like the hell like it's not their fault you know and he makes him do it anyways and he does it and he hangs them all and he has this like horrible vision of their feet and he's like all right well i'm gonna go to bed now see you later like he just like leaves <laughs> sweet <laughs> dreams sweetheart he leaves cersei with this image of these like twitching legs oh, and he's like bye <laughs> i'm going to bed when that when that scene ended, I felt like that meme of Ben Affleck on the balcony, just like totally <laughs> just like beat down. <laughs> like hearing this story, I was like, Jesus like Christ. Like that was heavy. Yes. I was just like, <sighs> like beat down, you know. 
Like Ben Affleck, um, Cersei decides to unwind with her favorite activity, which is walking glumly along the beach. And so she <laughs> proceeds, she's like processing everything that Telemachus told her. And while it wasn't necessarily a surprise, like you said, Rose, like she thinks about it and she thinks there were those times that he said, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G or whatever. He said this, he said that. Um, you know, the men did have black eyes sometimes. Like, so he, she knew that he was like a violent, rageful, vengeful person. Um, but it's still a lot for her to process. And she remembers yeah. this conversation that she had with Odysseus where he had asked her, you know, how do you, how do you determine like which men to turn into pigs? Like, how do you know which of them are good, which of them are bad? And she had kind of like laughed it off because she was like, at the time, this is like 25 years ago now or 20 years ago now. She was like drunk with power, like feeling really like awesome in her own energy. And she was like, I turned all of them into pigs. So I don't have any like criteria. They just they all go to pigs. <laughs> and she realizes that like that's the same energy that Odysseus had at the same time. And yeah. that he tells her he like looks at her very a certain way. And he's like, you and I are the same. And she thinks <laughs> like man like I was like that ruthless and that drunk with power and I can't even remember what that was like anymore like so much time has passed for her now after Telegonus and after everything happening between them that that she's like a different person now she can't even remember what that's like to feel like that anymore yeah and being a mother has changed her she's yeah softer now. she's been changed for the better <laughs> Change for good. But still not over, right, Kelsey? Still not over. We've just finished the second story. Now. Oh, false ending. <laughs> that was the, that would have been crack, a great crack, place crack. to end. But it's not over yeah. yet. <laughs> but wait. But wait. You want more trauma? Don't worry. I got you covered. <laughs> oh, boy. So now, while she thinks Telemachus is safe, like in terms of like being around Telegonus, she thinks, all right, I'm cool with him being here. But she still hasn't quite made up her mind about Penelope. And neither have I at this point. I'm, Me either. I'm still not quite sure about Penelope, even after this mm -hmm, conversation mm -hmm, that I'm going to tell you mm -hmm. about right now. But, yeah. you know, I'm not quite sure because sons or children and spouses are two very different entities, right? So yes. while the son might be like, fuck that guy, I'm glad he's dead. Like the wife might not necessarily feel the same way, you know. In, in Telemachus' story about his upbringing with Odysseus, the way that he painted Penelope was very hands off. Like when he would be like, dad's doing this. She'd be like, just leave him alone. He has to calm down on his own. Like very hands off. So mm -hmm. you get this feeling of like not quite sure where Penelope's head is at. So this mm -hmm. is kind of all what Cersei's taking in, you know, while she goes back into her house and it's morning time and everything. So she goes to her room and she's going to just chill out for a bit. But nope, is, is her... Story's over yet? Nope. It's time for her last one. So knock on her door and here comes Penelope. And Penelope opens the door and I was like, ooh, like at first. But then <laughs> I was like, what's going to happen with Penelope? But ooh. she's like, I wanted to thank you for your hospitality. Not just now, but when Odysseus was here. And I just imagine Cersei being like, go on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Uh, and <laughs> how much do you know? I just, I just imagine Penelope walking to Cersei's door, humming like, yes, exactly. Uh, the way that she's described in the book, she's just this like kind of almost like ethereal. She's like 
dressed in like grays and like gray eyes and like very demure almost like beautiful but like very still and stoic and kind of like ghosty almost is how I was like yeah. visualizing her you know and I'm like guessing a Nicole Kidman <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. Ooh, we gotta go because she is supposed to be old I mean she's in her like 50s late 50s or early 60s like she's not a young woman either right yeah the last thing you want to do is like see the like person you're husband was cheating on who literally looks the same as she did 20 years ago and is going right. to look the same and has headlights for eyes <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's not forget yeah lest we she forget. got headlights for, yeah she was like oh you can't see <laughs> <laughs> she like blinks her eyes and it's like yeah. like a like, <laughs> like a, a lamp a- chain <laughs> a lamp chain uh <laughs> Okay, so Penelope comes into Cersei's room, and at first I was like, ooh, but, but it's okay, it's okay. She just comes in, and she's like, I wanted to thank you for your hospitality, not just now, but when Odysseus was here. And I'm using that voice because if you listen to the audiobook, that's how she sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like, hello, goddess. Like, <laughs> um, I imagine her saying, Odysseus, like, Christian Ode- from Nip Tuck. <laughs> yes. Odysseus. Yes. <laughs> now I have to giggles. I can't. Everything is really funny right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yes. Odysseus. Christian. Same same energy. Yeah. We need to put yeah. a clip of her saying Christian. So people, Christian. People, people understand the joke. So Penelope tells Cersei that Odysseus couldn't have survived without her hospitality for that year. And I imagine hospitality being in like 47 pairs of quotations like hospitality <laughs> you know like, <laughs> like we know what you mean we know that she knows that you know what they you know and so she also says that after he left Cersei because he was only with Cersei for a year but he was gone for like eight years right so Penelope tells Cersei that when he left Cersei's island he also landed with another nymph and that was Calypso who fell in Calypso. love <laughs> fell in love with him and wanted to make him her immortal husband he stayed there for seven years before he prayed to the gods to to be let go and eventually he was that's a long time to be kind of trapped i guess yeah Mm -hmm. i know i was like you were only stuck with cersei for like two how do you stuck with calypso for seven more years yeah and and she was like fawning over him and you know wanted to make him immortal and he was like nah bro penelope confesses that when she saw telegonus she thought for a moment that he was a child of Odysseus and Calypso. Um, but then she saw this like fine cloak that Telegonus was wearing and she was like, Daedalus's loom. That's the kid of Aww. Cersei. And Thanks. I took a shot because we talked about Daedalus again. Ten chapters later and he's still being mentioned. I'm just saying. Still around. Still around. He's legendary. Yeah. He's yeah. capital L legendary. Cersei says that Odysseus didn't know about Telegonus, and Penelope says that she knows that that's true because he would not have kept that from her. And she also says that she knows that Odysseus preferred Cersei over Calypso, even though Calypso fawned over him for seven years and Cersei turned his men into pigs. (laughs) And that doesn't really surprise Cersei. And given everything that we've learned in these, like, so far 26 pages right now, that doesn't really surprise me either. I mean, I feel like he's the kind of guy who likes a challenge a little bit, you know, and it seems like he would vibe more with Cersei anyways versus this Calypso who just like, you know, fell at his feet and 
spoiled him for seven years, I think he would have gotten bored very quickly. Mm-hmm. So Penelope sees the Trigon tail spear and they have this kind of weird conversation that feels kind of tentative from both sides. It has this like weird chemistry of like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, Cersei tells her how powerful it is because it was meant to stop a god. And Penelope says Telegonus already told them about how Cersei confronted Trigon to get it, how the island has spells protecting it. And Penelope has this weird kind of like, wow, lucky you who can do all that kind of remark. And like, I don't I didn't really like it's hard to tell. Again, Penelope's so like she's hard to read. Yeah, not easy to read. Not it's she's so um, flat almost. And like, again, in the audiobook, her voice is very like, well, that's very lucky. Like you can't. You don't really know where she's coming from. And so I don't know if she's being genuine or if it's like, I see your power and I know what you can do, but I still came here anyway because I want to kill you and or your son. Mm -hmm. And so I don't (laughs) I don't know. The jury for me is still out on Penelope at this point. Yeah, I uh, I feel like just like Cersei, we all just don't know enough. And like, yeah, there feels like are we reading between the lines here? Like even when she was like, oh, yeah, I heard that can like you know it's so powerful it can kill a god but no gods can like really get here right now and i'm thinking but cersei's there like uh mm-hmm. what's gonna happen like penelope yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it just it brings me back to i'm just so gun shy like anytime anyone's around her yeah kind of like circling like a shark because it i'm like feed her some wine feed her some wine do the spell thing just yeah. in case like <laughs> you know because i'm like uh the same thing i feel like she was in the same situation right before she got assaulted yeah and yeah. multiple times before but this like rings to me like there's danger but i don't know if i'm just sensitive yeah. because she's been through so much or yeah i don't know how to read her either yeah. makes me super nervous yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like I feel like most other characters that whether they were good or bad, you could tell there was something going on, you know, like there was mm-hmm. you could you got either a good feeling or a bad feeling. Like, but with her, it's very hard to tell, especially given what Telemachus yeah. said about her and their relationship and how it's kind of changed. So yeah. anyway, um, anyway, Penelope asks um, if she has if Cersei has a black cloak that she can borrow because she would like to properly mourn Odysseus. Um, and they go to the loom to make one. Um, but still, at the end of the chapter, Cersei thinks to herself this quote about Penelope. It is a common saying that women are delicate creatures, flowers, eggs, anything that may be crushed in a moment's carelessness. If I had ever believed it, I no longer did. And that's how we end the 40,000 pages of chapter 21. <laughs> 21. It was a meaty one. It, yeah. it was. It's a lot going on there. I will say I loved how she ended this chapter, though, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Left us hanging for more, (sighs) wanting to know about Penelope. Yeah. I just picture them like two crabs, you know, like with their little claws in the air, like circling each other. (laughs) Yeah. Like circling crabs. Yeah. (laughs) That was that was also a title for the show. So I'm really glad we didn't go with that. Yeah, yeah, that would have been, been really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it was gonna be a show about STDs, but wouldn't have been. <laughs> this is a good one. Yeah, I'm excited to it's hear what happens be- next. I feel like even though I've read it, like I don't. This is where things get really fuzzy for me. I'm like, I don't remember. Like, so I'm actually really excited to get through these next couple chapters because I'm just trying to remember, like, what happens and what how things like all kind of shake out um because i you know 
I feel like it is they leave you in this tense like spot of like do we trust her do we not yeah what's mm-hmm. gonna happen next like <laughs> our gang's in quite the pickle <laughs> quite the pickle <laughs> yeah. yeah quite the like, pickle when we were talking about Penelope I was like Rose was like Medusa I was trying not to look at her I was like oh yeah because I didn't want to like see any sort of tell <laughs> oh <her> yeah <laughs> it just you know This is exciting. Can't wait to hear what happens next. Stick around for chapter 22, which is hopefully less than 47,000 pages. Yeah, Yeah. let's hope so. (laughs) Find out what's up with uh, our pal Penelope. If she's as demure as she seems. Or if she's a cold-blooded killer. How do you guys feel? Let us know in our comments. Like and subscribe. Leave a leave a thumbs up. No, leave a crown if Penelope is good. Leave a demon face if Penelope is bad. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. See who wins the battle of the babes. Yeah. Yeah. Or they could be friends. I mean, why do they have to fight? Whatever. That's true. Yeah. Let's let's smash the patriarchy here. (laughs) (laughs) They could join. Not the wrong person. They could join forces. They could be yeah. a powerful duo, for sure. They could. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to fall in love. Oh, shoot. Oh, twist. Ooh, twist Spin that time. heteronormativity on its head. There you seriously. go. Seriously. <laughs> Bye. Seriously, Cersei. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> CPOV. CertainPOV.com.